this is Chuff Combs. You're listening to Nightmare Junket. Get a job at a sideshow. in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that once majored in child psychology my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're throwing caution to the wind and heading back to camp blood as we provide a fan commentary track for friday the 13th part two we got a death curse <laughs> but before we get into that gang let me remind you we are part of the phenomenally frightening phantom podcast network phantom And you can find all of our past episodes along with a host of other horrific horror podcasts at downrightcreepy.com. Or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junket in your iTunes or SoundCloud app. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your burlap sack hole. And it is so rare, gang, that (laughs) this episode is being released on Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. And the fact that in the month of October... We have that very thing, guys. It is Friday the 13th, and in celebration here, and I'll just say this, in celebration, go back and refer to our Friday the 13th retrospective that we did. Uh Uh, We had a chance to sit down with Brian Corey from the Necronomicast. Which is a lot of fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that we really go into detail. And so, if you're listening to this Saturday the 14th, right now, we are going to be talking with, fuck you, Shelly, Shelly himself, fuck Shelly. It's a, a grand day here yes. in Kansas City on Friday yes. the 13th. And also at Screenland Armor. TGI motherfucking F. You can totally see the first Friday the 13th and the second. Yes. And if you're feeling saucy, mm-hmm. listen to our commentary track along when during that screening. Mm-hmm. Go a little crazy here. But for such a special occasion on the commentary tracks, occasionally we like to bring in people. And in this case, we are bringing in a guy. He sat in. You heard him on the Monster Squad commentary. You can hear him on the Phantom Zone podcast and read his writing over at BoomHowdy.com. He's a friend of the podcast. He's almost probably oh, he's almost a five timer at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Adrian Torres. Thanks. I, I, am, should I feel doomed? Doomed. Doomed. We all doomed <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. It's got a death curse. I just love saying <laughs> crazy Wathcroats. There's something about him. So, um, no, uh, thank you for sitting in on this. I uh, had a great absolutely. time with Monster Squad. Uh, looking forward to this one here. Uh, so, gang, we are going to be utilizing, I'm just using a regular old Friday the 13th Part 2 DVD. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy. If you're utilizing the Blu ray, you're good. <laughs> Find it at your local vintage stock. I'm sure they got hundreds of them. For $2.99. I mean, yeah. If Walmart, you're watching on VHS. Yeah. I, I, if you, I don't remember which one, but one of the streaming services actually has a deal right now that you can buy individually, digitally, uh, the movies. All the Friday the 13th. I lucked out a couple years ago when they put out the big uh, Friday the 13th 10 and everything. Mm-hmm. It was really expensive. I'm like, I love the movies, but I don't know if I want to spend 150 bucks on that. And then two weeks later, somebody on a place that I go online all the time was selling the entire um, set digitally for 13 bucks. You're kidding. There you go. So, wow. So 11 movies, because they, they had, uh, or sorry, they, sorry. All the Paramount ben, films? Or, yeah. They, okay. They, so, however many it is. There are quite a few. We'll talk about it in the commentary yeah. as well now. It's it's one of those that um just huge fan of, obviously. Yeah, 11, yeah. 11 because they did have the, the verses in there. When I get home, I'm playing the video game. Indeed. And we'll talk all about that as well. So, guys, go ahead. Get everything lined up. We're going to start at the very beginning of the film. We're doing the lethal weapon method. So, it's going to be three, three two, one, one, and then, then play. play. You got it. So, yep. 
So we've gone past the 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 previews and and the warning. We don't see the classic Paramount yet. So if that's up there, you're too far. So we're just going to (laughs) start at the black here. So let's go ahead and we'll do the Lethal Weapon countdown. Get ready to play in three, two, one, play. I'm going to give it to you straight, gang. This is a fan commentary track for Friday the 13th Part 2, which means... We have no affiliation with Paramount, anything to do with Paramount, Sean S. Cunningham, fucking anybody named Voorhees, anybody who was ever a camp counselor, or Steve Miner. Indeed. And speaking, we are going to be your camp counselors here, Greg yep. D. and Genius McGee. And we brought in a uh, counselor in training, if you will, uh, Adrian Torres. Yo. How are you here. doing? I love the beginning of this film. Well, this is the whole, they do the whole like previously on Friday yeah. the 13th. But in this case, we actually get Jason kind of stumbling out of the woods, if you will. <laughs> and technically, if you listen, we're not going to bring anything new to this that you haven't seen in Crystal Lake right. Memories, anything yeah. along those lines. If you're watching that, then you know this is actually the first time Jason's been portrayed by a female, mm-hmm. as it were. But this is probably the one of the more interesting openings on that one regarding, you know, what's up? Change turn of the oh, a little yeah. bit. But no, yeah. <laughs> no, this is actually I. I'm kind of curious what you guys are thoughts on this particular film. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, we chose this. We could have chosen part four. We could have chosen yeah. part six. There's right. so many other ones. Right. I went with part two, number one, because it's the shortest, and you know, you know, I got to think <laughs> oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. brevity in times like these. But also for me, this is the one that is truly the scariest of mm-hmm. the series. No, absolutely. This is the. This is. One, the first J- actual Jason, where we see him, you know, yeah. in full in full this Jason is full glory. Jason. Right, right, yes. right, right. And you are absolutely right. This is the scariest I one. I really think this is the scariest one. Well, I don't know. It's because it's the revenge, basically. Yeah. Well, hell, he's getting his revenge in the first 15 minutes here. Exactly. And, but, I mean, that's that's what, you know, that, that setup that you don't have in the other ones. Because the other one, he's just kind of the lumbering menace. In right. A way, and it's people that are getting in his way but how this one starts off you you do have him be that 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 terrifying force right and throughout the entire movie it it, it keeps that up that genesis of this unrelenting killer so okay so one question i want to bring up but maybe we can find points out through the movie and stuff there's obvious phases of jason right we have kid jason now this is first adult jason so is this jason he's Mm -hmm. still human correct See that's an interesting. See question. that's that's the, that's the question because of what's set up in the first movie, right? Because so. I mean, he already kind of technically died. He came yes. up, but he's aging, yeah, and growing up. So like, so maybe it's one of those cases where they thought he he was dead and drowned, and then like washed up on shore and uh-huh. has been like living off the land with like eating rats and stuff like right. that, and that's why he's got his shack and everything. So he's so would can we still say maybe if anything he's um well we can tell he's superhuman yeah but he's not quite he's humanoid he's, he's humanoid yeah at this point. he's not quite unstoppable no. killer he's at still this time. alive he's still, at this point he yeah has a that's the question is yeah. he is he still technically absolutely yeah he will he has to be because i think that's the beauty of this franchise mm-hmm. especially when you compare it to the the nightmare on elm street the halloween the texas yes. chainsaws mm-hmm. is it has such a versatile way that you can watch the series yeah based on the antagonist yeah, yes. and the, di- the the different phases of Jason, we're, and the and so he's still human up until end of four, mm-hmm. end of four. Yes, but he's still, but he's not human. 
He's he's taken a beating, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you get that. I mean, Halloween set that whole slasher trope up anyway. Michael Myers walks away after being shot six times. <laughs> six times. But that's the interesting thing that differentiates Jason yeah. between the other killers because he does have those phases. Jason kind of has... Uh, there's a progression. Arc. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, Freddy has the story arc. Michael Myers has a story arc. But they're always Freddy. They're always J- uh, Michael. Jason, you have humanoid Jason. Well, they're all humanoid. But you have humanistic Jason. Then you have zombie Jason. You have not Jason occasionally. Not Jason. Yeah. Space Jason, you know? Well, that, no. that's, that's like Mecha Jason, basically. Right, anyway. right, His right. final form. Yes. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'm a big fan of Jason X. I like Jason X. For some reason, I've always heard that it has a bad rep, but everyone I associate with have enjoyed it because it knows what it is. Exactly. It's it's self-referential. It it understands the the jokes and and how ridiculous everything is, so it amps it even further and further and further. Very much so. And the fact... Now, here we go. (laughs) And then Savini hands. Actually, I don't, I don't know if... It, I think it's either Savini or his buddy. No, it was his buddy's hands. But let me ask you this. This mm-hmm. is probably Nico. one of the biggest issues that people have with this film is the fact that... Spoiler. And we're going to talk about spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. For, yeah. for the franchise. Right. But the fact that they do kill Alice off. A lot of fans were really turned off by mm. that because... And I was initially as well because she survives that entire yeah. ordeal. I dug it. Did you? I yeah. right off right off the bat I dug it. Was it more kind of a psycho thing for you? I it was it was like killing off okay like in this end of part 1 your story's over because yeah. one bad thing one bad thing about for me horror movies in general mm. I kind of want to know the aftermath. You know for example like okay so there's this body count and one girl survives naturally they're going to like say you did it. Yeah. There nobody's going to believe her that some fucking supernatural uh quote unquote mongoloid yeah, so let's just get that on the open, okay? Savini's, Savini's words. words. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got this mongoloid killer, and like, okay, sure. Like what they're doing right now. Exactly. And so I like the continuation of the story, finding out, yep, yeah, well, okay, and then you're done. But do you Moving think on. they couldn't have incorporated her into the the cast, or is it just like, no, what this is? This is actually again in terms of an arc for Jason. This is mm-hmm. him getting, like you said, his revenge initially upon what we just saw was the decapitation of his mother. He's getting his Nancy. Yep. He is getting his Nancy. Well, so okay, here's an interesting question. If we're if we're still, you know, going off of Jason aging and mm-hmm. everything and where oh. he is and seeing the questioning here, so one of two things possibly happened: either Jason was somewhere where he could see what happened. So we see the boy pop up from the lake. <laughs> Become a man. <laughs> and, and, and and we're led to believe that that's a dream. Exactly. What if Jason actually did do that, but it was the adult version of Jason who was trying to get her, but she somehow got up and he saw the cops were there and was like, oh, we can't do anything at this time. I think the issue is continuity with this mm-hmm. entire franchise. There's an issue because yeah. they're, they're going to flash forward to like five years later after this initial kill, which yeah. throws everything into chaos just in terms of, again, the age of Jason. And right. I think the reason that like Savini didn't return, the reason a lot of people didn't return to part two and they're like, Jason's dead. He doesn't exist. Yeah, he's there's no way for him to be the main bad guy. Right. And they they won't say they turned their back on everything, but of course they eventually came back yeah. because Jason became the, the franchise. The right. Franchise. Yeah. So 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 it's kind of a um Laurie Strode and, and Michael Myers not necessarily being related in the original right. unless you see the the TV version that has the hints. Yeah. 
which again carpenter himself said he's kind of upset that he made them connected that way which i can understand because yeah. it does take but, away I mean, it, it's the same thing with savini and everybody making the comment with this so yeah. maybe it's just a sign of your of your horror franchise that you have to have that disparity I, actually to me i think that actually does create the franchise because you have mm-hmm. to go through that adversity to continue mm-hmm. to soldier on whether or not the, the movies themselves are better or good <laughs> the quality of course what you, matters uh, what kind of friday the 13th do you think you would be if it actually took on tropes of other slashers as continuing the main killer so instead of jason it would be pamela fucking Voorhees. <laughs> could have been do interesting you, do you think like would she be wise cracky like freddie or would she be more silent like uh Jason are like you killed my son that that because that's what she is in the first one so. but all like mutated and shit yeah would have been really interesting especially the fact that you have an older woman as the main killer which you don't see right. too often with the sweater too yes <laughs> let's well, not the, let's not forget we're talking about number two let's let's remember the, the very sweater, important sweater. Does this, come back. this you one, say it's <laughs> checkoff sweater that we're right. referring to <laughs> this this one I think sets up the lore for every other movie coming yes. along. So without this one being how it was deviating so much, I don't think there would totally be a Jason as we know of. No, no. there's this is totally a course correction mm-hmm. just in terms of the franchise itself. Um, the fact that the first one is basically it's a murder mystery. Yep. Up until the end. Yeah. yeah. You know, here we know straight away for the most part that it's Jason. And I don't know. So did you guys know about um, Adrian King and the fact that she kind of had to drop out of society for a while because she had a stalker based because off of, of the first the first film? Jeez. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Which is I'm glad that she's been able to embrace the horror community and she's mm-hmm. you know, you'll see her conventions yeah. now. Yeah. Thankfully, because a lot has changed in like stalkerdom. I mean, yeah. a lot, a lot more, a lot more. <laughs> do you, are you sound, speak as an authority no, genius? Not, no, 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 no. And that takes that. Does sound, I mean, like. Not that they didn't take it serious back in the 70s, 80s, and even 90s. Certainly. It's still now, later 90s, 2000, they take it more seriously. There's a more uh, proactive approach to Mm -hmm. it. So uh, that's what I mean by thoughts have changed. Not not, not only that, but then just the the horror community in general. There's all these people who were in movies from the 80s that kind of either fell off or, or were worried that people didn't like the movies. And or just never got work that yeah. all of a sudden within the last 10, 15 years have gotten a whole new basically, you know, life again because mm-hmm. of the horror conventions and all the people going, oh, my God, those movies from the 80s. They they, they were so special. They resonate. Right. And yeah, I mean, you think of 70 late 70s is when it kind of turned on. But you talk about the 80s. It doesn't matter if it was a huge horror film or a small horror film. There's going to be someone that dug it. Exactly. And, and because of the, that fan base, that's how you get all these people coming to these conventions. I mean, you think of things like Day of uh, Days of the Dead mm-hmm. or, or just any crazy, huge, giant horror convention that you have have nowadays and these people are getting to come out about it but you don't really have that for the movies that came out in the 90s you don't really have that for the now i think i I think it will because that's but but, well i was gonna say for for part of the thing for those movies of the 90s are people who were in those movies in the 80s that that's how they they started to have a career and the reason that some of them were able to keep going is because you had the direct-to-video Boom. And that whole thing, mm-hmm. that market opened up. Well, exactly. and that's also, you mentioned in the 80s as well, in terms of almost every horror film that you saw, you probably had a chance to see it in the theater. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I saw some some rubbish in the theater back <laughs> yeah. in my day because ah! it was available cheap. Damn it, Jonesy. Cheap. Damn it, Jonesy. <laughs> yeah, always with the cat. It's always with the it's cat. It's always the cat. 
Yeah, that's to me. I said this is one of the scariest ones. That's not a scare. And I'm going to say this. Yeah. It had been a long time since I saw Friday the 13th Part 2, and I saw it in the theater with Amy Waite. This is probably, again, this was a long time ago. But it was such a transformative experience because it had been so long since I'd seen it. And mm-hmm. I had forgotten how truly scary it was. So there are going to be several points in this film that I'm going to probably yelp. And it's basically <laughs> not necessarily that part, although that's pretty gruesome and great. And oh, <laughs> that's such a good kill. That's such a good kill. I'd like to think that Sharon Stone got some inspiration from this film for a little basic instinct with the ice pick. Two time. Now, you know what? That's, that's very proper very, of yes. Jason. Yeah. Jason's very manners make up the now, man. It would have been nicer if he would have held his pinky out when he held one of the tea like right. that, but no, I love now. Part two. Part two. Uh, so, horror sequels, part mm-hmm. twos. Yes. Mm-hmm. To me, this one ranks up up there with the highest of them. What do you guys yeah, have yeah. favorite part twos of in your uh, horrors? Oh, this is besides one of the Friday the Thirteenth. Because uh, I mean, I'm we're huge fans of uh, Freddy's Revenge, actually, and not yeah. ironically, like no, I no, no, really no. like that film. Uh, Critters two. Critters two is great. Uh, I'll go with an unpopular one and Phantasm two. You know what I is I know why for, it's for not, the enjoyment for yeah. but, but for just pure entertainment. Well, the fact that he got a bigger budget yes. and it shows mm-hmm. oh, it truly shows. I'll tell you what, it's not better than the first one. But goddamn, no. a creep show too. Ooh, thanks Can't, for the ride. Fun. Can't a creep show too. Uh, one way. that's been getting a lot of love here lately. Hello, Mary Lou prom night too. I like that. I one. love it. I like part three. Part three is a lot of fun. It's campy. Okay, yeah. n- n- part two. Uh, Hello, Mary Lou, and part four of prom night are on amazon prime i I knew part two was so i didn't know that number four is on there i got i I got i got some crap recently because i was way too excited that it was on there well henry manfredini his credit just came up i mean a lot of credit to this franchise has to go absolutely remember it's short for kill 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 mancuso jr and he's been around for the yeah there's such there's like the the connective tissue of the friday the 13th franchise that you really get a feel for because i will say this in terms of the quality and consistency of the films um and again in terms of the very variety of ways you can watch the franchise Mm -hmm. if you watch two three and four yeah they all have that same feel in terms Mm -hmm. of production design uh, the mm-hmm. direction style. Now, part four obviously had a bigger budget, so uh, uh, Victor, what's his name, uh, Zito, yeah. was able to do a lot more than they were able to do here. But honestly, what the, there's just such consistency, mm-hmm. and there's a good, there's a, the familiarity. I think is why a lot of people go back to these films. Yeah, because it's almost. Would here's, you say it's comfort food? Here, yeah. Here's here's a question for you. Yeah. In, in as the series goes on and everything, people always have trouble finding the camp. Isn't that maybe a sign that that's true that, that over the, the oh, years it's not a death <laughs> curse exactly you have to come find this guy he's got time. a sweet ACDC hat though I dig <laughs> it okay now so the, our little friend here she <laughs> I believe that's I believe that's Vicky uh, so the whole weird thing is she was supposed to do a nude scene in this movie mm-hmm. but she was underage so they immediately <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> It's a little bizarre with that. Apparently, this was a uh, fake um, telephone booth (laughs) that they they put up there. But no, honestly, that's what's kind of cool is the fact that you actually get this shot in the first film. Yeah. Which is nice. So you get that. There is levels of continuity. Uh Even though that in terms of Jason's age and then the time frame gets a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) You're You're all doomed. 
and honestly, he looks like he smells like like he looks like he Miller, smells Miller Genuine Draft. Uh, I mean, he just cigarettes, nicotine. Okay, so so, so <laughs> shit in the woods. You, you mentioned that riding a bike, sweaty seats. That there's been a time jump mm-hmm. to this scene. He, they don't say anything to him. They're just at the phone booth, and Doesn't, he walks up. Is he doing that to everybody who comes up for the past five years? No one's died, mind you, that we know of in that period of time. Nope. Is but, he just walking up to everybody who's at this at this phone booth, going, "I told them, but they didn't believe they didn't me." Believe me. No, I'd like to think that actually that's just unfortunate. Yeah. Why tourism is down with that particular <laughs> town? Well, you wouldn't want to go to any town with fucking yeah. crazy Ralph where they tow your fucking car <laughs> for nothing. They just stopped. And they just stopped to take this the phone. Is, this is the universe saying, guys, do not go to Camp Blood, like you said. Yes. This is, the, death curse. this is fate telling you. <laughs> and in fact, what I love about every Friday the 13th, for the most part, is that Jason's coming is usually signified by, like, storms. Yep. So it's like almost the universe itself is destruction. <laughs> and it's so great that way. <sighs> oh, now, okay, so, oh, God. Yep. Yeah, is that, is that uh, Stu? I believe so. Is that uh, that's a Ted by Stuart Charno? Okay, yeah, he's, he's done a couple things. Oh, he's character a, actor. He's yeah. uh, just one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, once bitten. The, the, yeah. Have you got? How long has it been since you've seen Once Bitten with it's, Jim Carrey? It's been a while. Yeah, he's actually and, uh, one of the vampires. Uh, uh, is it Lauren Hutton? Lauren Hutton. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so whenever they need to get gangly ginger, because like, because <laughs> like even if they shave his head, he still looks like Spud. So like I mean he's just got one of those character actor vibes to him. He does. Know? He does. He has a particular look, but yeah, he's also but it one works. Of, it works. He made it work for him because he's one of those guys that you think. Like, hey, it's that dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where, yeah. Where, where's the driver? Looks like he belongs in uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. <laughs> yeah, Ted. We got got to remember when this movie was made, man. <laughs> Fashion was a little rough back then. You know, man. we didn't have all the cool hey, shit. You we got did then. you got an oversized newsy cap. Right. You got a you got a tank hey, top. I still, cool wear, I still wear that a newsy cap. I'll rock it. I'll rock it like Biggie Smalls. Oh, dude. <laughs> camping. But first of all, fuck camping. That's okay, your I'm second gonna... sign. That's your second sign. You're 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 some crazy ass dude comes up. It's gonna death curse. Okay, first be like, I don't know if we should be going there. Second of all, there's fucking trees in the middle of nowhere. All right, let's move it. No. No. Well, well, it's, well, it's easy. Why? Unless I'm going home away from it. C- com- compared to later entries, the car actually survives. That's true. I guess, yeah, that's true. Well, well shit, so what is it, the universe has something, a mat on for humans, but yes. not necessarily machinery. Exactly. And now, was that an American-made vehicle? Do we know, does Jason have any kind of an agenda? Oh. You well, know, that actually, is that, it a that, Ford? No, the mask is actually an inside-out flag. One of those, like, one of the, like, one of those. <laughs> that, that's bur- where the colors change from. Yeah, from one of those, bur- it's like blue. one of those things that you find, like, Target, the American, like, f- like American flag, like, Clutch. He, he just turned and said, "There's your third sign. Your third sign. Someone's discarded can't. the sign so that you can't find it. Why would you go to an abandoned? I mean, I, I don't care how close it is. I don't care if it's adjacent to, far away, even the vicinity. I'm yeah. staying away from that place. I know. I, I know. If horror movies have taught me anything, I'm, fuck camping. It's, I mean, if you like camping, cool. But like." <laughs> Go ahead and camp, but if you start seeing that many warning signs, that should be your first clue. Genius, yes. you're not going to end up on that body count, are you? Because no. you're going to be far no. away from no. everything that's going on. You're going to have to drag me out in the woods kicking and fucking screaming. And obviously we get the first person point of view popularized in Halloween, but mm-hmm. let's give Bob Clark some uh, credit in mm-hmm. Black Christmas when you really got that first person right there. Or in certain shots in Psycho, too. That's true. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. That's very true. Again, the we talk, We uh, recently talked about the influence of Psycho, yeah. just even from the Sour Sheen but anything associated with it's good. 
Oh, um, Paul. Oh, Paul. Oh, wrong franchise. <laughs> okay, so so we mentioned for a moment the the game, and this uh, it's fucking. Sp- I was going to mention that, but I need to. The, I want to see a better inside. I want to see a better inside of it because they put a lot of fucking yeah. detail in the game. The, 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 out, the outside of that of that main it looks just building. like it. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Hey. Now again, now honestly, that's actually pretty much close to what I wore for a sleepaway camp episode, <laughs> and when we hosted it. So my apologies, people. Although I don't think my the, those fashions are coming back, and yeah, unfortunately, I'm not doing much to help it. So I need to probably need to shave a little before I rock those. <laughs> as um, that you see, it, the muffin top is when it kind of pops up from the side, we, but it comes in the bottom. That's the bunt cake. The bunt cake. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so we get introduced to a basic uh, prankster, if you will, here. Shenanigans. Not the Shelly no. type, though. No. Because he was smooth about it. He's like, and then he's like, hey, hey, ladies. Well, he also looks a little bit different than Shelly, we'll say. But Shelly could have done it. Like, stink. Hey, no, no, but if Shelly does it, then he's going to have the look of, <laughs> that's true. Which isn't going to be the little, hey, how's it going? Because that dude's eyes is dreamy. He's, he's a little, he is kind of dreamy, I guess. Well, this is what's an interesting thing. Oh, God, poor Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll this probably, is mean. This is not only the scariest, but one of the, the meanest ones, too. I think it does have the meanest kill. Let's yeah, face yeah. it. I mean, is, we'll get to I don't know, Ralph. A crazy Ralph. Right with bicycle. And he's, he's and I, I love our bikers here. Yeah, I meant to do that. Okay, we've got. It's got I, a kickstart. I, I know it's a it's a different entry, but technically here we do have maybe it's the the um, the what's it called with the top down. Now I'm blanking. Convertible. convertible. Maybe it's the fact that it's convertible that that's why he doesn't kill this um, Volkswagen. He's got a thing for the convertible. Well, you, Jason's like likes the feel of the wind in his hair. His wisps. His, his wisps. wisps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of gangly gingers, man, uh, his design in this <laughs> film. <laughs> Oh. Radically different from what you see in the first. I yeah. guess it's the eventual what happens when you're okay. So Amy Steele, guys. Yes, Jenny's a treat. Jenny is one of obviously, and the reason I chose this one as well is I think she's a perfect representation of just. And I know the final girl motif, meme, trope, what have you, is insulting yeah. for some people. I understand, but just in terms of what it means in the slasher universe and the uh, kind of just the the trope that it did create, I mm-hmm. think she's one of the shining yeah. examples yeah. of why. And what you should be in a final girl? Because she's yeah. smart. Yes, she's quick. Yes, she thinks on her feet. Yeah, she's independent. Yeah, Ginny. Ginny is great. It, it's. A, I. I think it, the negative connotation comes from when lots of people believe that it has to have that that virgin right. aspect to it. You you take that out of it, like you don't even mention that, and we're talking about horror movies where your main character is usually an incredibly strong, resilient, independent, thoughtful woman yeah and, and i mean that's the part that you don't talk about the the virgin part forget about no that. that's it, it doesn't matter you're looking at one aspect of characters that are a able to survive the movie better than anyone else and yeah. then they do have all these redeeming qualities in there so it's like why are we focusing on that one negative thing mm-hmm. and instead of being like the 80s are dominated by by strong women women yeah and jenny jenny just looks like she's like fun and yes. she's just like fun loving and down just kind of like you know your ne- girl next door right well I'll, I'll even argue that I think part four probably has the best drawn characters mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. with some of the actors that are involved but also part two I think you get a really good collection of, of them as well yes. yeah. and I think if you are more invested in them obviously the movie is going to have more meaning to you mm-hmm. and you're actually going to care when the bad shit happens because let's face it it's a Friday the 13th movie right. yeah. bad shit is going to happen and you don't have a Tina 
Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's all you can say. That's fine. Honestly, you know what? I I like part seven, and I really think that had the MPAA not really butchered that, it could be one of my it favorites. It could have been cool, well, but e- even it if was... you have those kills, you're still going to be like, uh, it's Carrie versus Jason. Right. I like I, Carrie you know versus what? Jason. I'll tell you what. My two two of my favorite uh, Friday girls, and both the final girls, is Ginny, because mm-hmm. she's gorgeous, and... Uh, Kelly from part six because right. where you yeah. point the gun you bang so like the, the benefit of being the sheriff's daughter man <laughs> they accrue some uh, some good some good knowledge there yeah <laughs> she, both those final girls are just like cool and I will give this at least Paul in comparison to the first head counselor when he was rocking again the short mm-hmm. shorts and everything he's not rocking as much skin so I don't know if he was as confident there <laughs> I like how they really care oh. You know, I mean, the counselor's like, let's put on a good camp for the kids. Some of them are like, fuck it, we're going to get high and fuck in the shacks. You know, but like, Paul's like, let's do some good stuff. Child psychology. <laughs> Again, it comes back, I guess, check off psychology, if you will. Again, there's a lot of stuff that they establish early on. And here, oh, I love yes. this because this is the probably, I think, the best way to establish exposition mm-hmm. in a cool, creative campfire way. It's yeah. perfect. I'm entranced by the whole campfire tale. Yeah. In fact, I remember when I was at Camp Wildwood, we had one of the counselors reading from uh, Scary Stories in the Dark. Yes. Nice. And he had, and the, the fire was about to draw down, and he had a flashlight on his face. Mm-hmm. And during like one of the peak moments, he turned it off, and he turned it on again, and went like, <laughs> and scared the shit out of us. We basically, kind of like when Stu, when he comes out here, and you know, mm-hmm. Ted terrifies everyone. Okay, so, so should we say, in terms of yeah, should the we fact t- they're laying it out the way is it, it is. Should we take it at face value? They've seen him in this area. Boom! Establishing guys. He's he's, he's an urban legend, li- living off vegetation and animals. Uh, he's a man. Of, he's a man of the wild. He's off the grid. Mm-hmm. He's kind yeah. of what every every person wants to be right now. He's living in a shotgun shack. He's shotgun shack. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a lifetime. <laughs> How did he get there? <laughs> right. This is not his beautiful house. This is not his beautiful lake. This uh, actually scene, though, you know, is um, pretty much uh, copied and parodied in Madman as well. Madman mm-hmm. Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's also got its variation in uh, The Burning. But yeah. Yes, it does. Again, yeah. all great campfire slasher flicks. I would like to think that this does set up and answer our previous questions on that we were talking about. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it makes sense. Well, and if you're if you're a fan of the first one, you have to be going, how is this possible? Right. He's yeah. dead. You know, he drowned. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, we're the first ones to come back here. So nobody's been there for five years. No. And so he basically goes, gets the revenge, and then basically goes back home. And this, in a way, could be triggering the things that happened, and that's Dude. why he's he's doing it. So Jason was on the straight and narrow. He was yeah. actually doing his twelve steps. Right uh, again, I I know it's bad to, to call it, but again, it's the child psychology in he, a way. He went that he, traumatic childhood event. He went to uh, what's her name to actually apologize. But he went, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't help myself. <laughs> I started with good intentions, right? Now that's some shit you would do right there, man. And I've seen you creep up on people. I've seen you scare kids. And I'm and I wouldn't be the partner in crime because I would be the ones like warning people and shit, man. If only Jason was able to look that good, right? With, with the rock, mask on, it had that much hair. So. Rock the caveman. I was gonna say it's it's the loincloth that really yeah, pulls the look together there. Mm-hmm. 
No, but I like the fact that they do establish like, yeah, he's the boogeyman out there, but you know what? It's all that it is. It's an urban legend. It's not true. Let's just move soldier on, motor on. But unfortunately, as it is, it is a Friday the 13th movie. Now, strangely enough, Mm -hmm. this movie actually has a pretty high number of survivors. Yeah. Versus Mm -hmm. any of the other films, because ultimately they, you know, end up going their separate ways. And shit, he even, Ted stays back and makes it out, which is kind of well, well, like I said, I think it has to do with a, a triggering episode and that's what causes him to kind of go on the slight rampage. Now, is are we all, are we all just saying someone's missing a hat? Turns yeah. around like Lincoln <laughs> Hawk walks in. Ah, uh, collar has been popped. Oh, uh, time to we, make the move. Uh, Olivia yeah. Newton, John. Oh, Hey, I, I, I see you've got a sweatband. So you're, <laughs> and clearly a so you're not adverse <laughs> to getting sweaty. Shall we get physical? Physical. I want to get a physical. <laughs> let me see your doggy rock. <laughs> doggy rock. Let me see the doggy rock. Now, I'll say this. In terms of a, kind of a parallel to part four, if you notice mm. that um, Lawrence Monsoon's character, you know, the dead fuck and everything, <laughs> kind of, he does the whole thing when he's trying to score with everyone and ultimately just goes on his own way, whether it's yeah. with a dog or a vintage porno film right. that he's laughing quite along there with. Okay, now they're playing. Now, notice they're playing chess, you guys. That's mm-hmm. a You've got to think many moves ahead, okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're establishing, boom, Jenny's a badass. Jenny's Bobby fucking Fisher. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, References. Hung by the electronical wizard. Well, I like the fact that he's actually rocking the portable game gear back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. which was probably that god-awful football game yep. with the little red blips. No, 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 It was called electronic football. That we, sell, we sell them at the moon, and like electronic football, electronic basketball, electronic baseball, baseball. electronic hockey. Yeah, they, unfortunately, the, they're not bonk. all that great. Huh? Bonk. Yep. Bonk. Well, it was not even that. It was just like red lights. Bang, bang, bang. I think it was more the bang, bang, bang. Jenny always looks good in a sweater. She, well, she's, she, <laughs> she layers, man. Four she's shadows. Smart. Now we did get a transference of the hat. Yes, that means. Yep. That means she's accepted, and will be the mating dance has been successful when the hat has. And we also we do get a lot of dancing. So so that's the reason why Crispin Glover isn't successful. Yeah, because he didn't have a hat to pass on. He was doing that African anteater dance from uh, Can't Buy Me Love. I think actually, if you think (laughs) about it, there's a lot of similarities between the two. This also establishes, like you mentioned, in terms of the video game, the mm-hmm. geography of mm-hmm. the movie, where, is. where everything is. They do a really good job of establishing this. Now, here, you could have gotten very gratuitous, mm-hmm. but here, not so much. Just with the bra. Suggested. It's still suggested. Uh, suggest- titillating. Well, what's fucked up, though, in part, it's, it, this is the movie that actually has full frontal nudity, Yeah, if you remember right. And I think it's the only one that does that. So here, they're respecting our fight. They're almost basically sh- foreshadowing yeah. That because she's not getting totally naked, she might again do, do, traditional do we, slasher right. rules. Well, no, no, but I'm saying, do we? I, I want to say that one of the later ones does have. There's a couple. Of yeah, no, the, the six. It might have been goes, No, no, four. No, 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 four. Actually, no, you're right. Four does because it's what's her bucket from American yeah. Ninja. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then isn't there in eight? Is it? Is it no, I was thinking nine. No, it is nine. Jason nine. Man, the, yeah, oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. In the tent. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess that's, they right, get, that's right. That's right. That's Never mind. They get sleazy a lot of some, the times. I thought there was some Manhattan too. I think Manhattan's no, man, pretty chaste. No, actually. Manhattan. Is, Manhattan. Manhattan is, no, 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 that's wrong. That's yeah. And again, what's incredible is we're going nine films already into that franchise in terms of referencing things yeah. from them. And again, some of them have no nudity. Right. Part six is very much a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. So I, I five five doesn't even go that that crazy. No, well, five. 
Danny five Steinman. Goes, five, yeah, five, five goes but, crazy, but I like that five has kind of gotten more of its fans and more of a fan base now. Uh, talked about the versatility of the franchise. So I think what's really cool is you can watch this obviously all the way through and see the arc. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to throw out some scenarios here. So you've got, like you guys said, you've got the human Jason. Yes. You've got the ones, basically this from two, three, and four, technically, it's supposed to be, I think, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the way everything is set up initially, which is really weird. Okay. Yeah. But if, it you, is. if you go back and look at them, I think they're set up like it's just a shitty weekend that starts with now. Okay, I got so. A boner. Poor guy makes it through the. <laughs> what we don't know is that he's really a condom salesman. He's a con- he, he's trying to help these. Kids you out. need lambskin, Trojan man. Oh yeah, this has you- everyone consented. <laughs> You'd be crazy. So the interesting, uh. this particular death is gnarly. But if you think about, you think about how high that tree should be, mm-hmm. and how Jason basically was able to magically. Put it over the tree. But again, nitpicking there. But we'll miss you, Crazy Ralph. Poor Crazy Ralph. Now who will be the new Harbinger? A man that survives, the two people that survived the first film, knocked off immediately. Mm -hmm. In fact, technically, they're our first two victims. Yeah. So we are setting the slate clean, if you will, for Friday the 13th Part 2 now for the victimization to begin. (laughs) Bears shitting in the woods, guys. You got to be careful. What a waste of lipstick. It's going to be a bear, be a grizzly. (laughs) Jenny Sporty. Well, so is Mark, even though he's not out there. <laughs> Shit, he should be rolling right along with him, man. Because you know he could. Yeah, His character, he's true. a badass. Yeah, he is. He'd be like the captain of the uh, the, the basketball team. Of the basketball team. Did you, did you ever watch that documentary, uh, Murderball? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's actually that. pretty good. It's really good. Uh, yeah. It's really good. That's what I'm saying. He'd be badass. But... That sounds terrible. We've got you're you're running all this time, and then you're you're gonna have a big giant meal. I've I've done that actually. Yeah, I've done that before, and it doesn't work out well. Unfortunately, no. I'd probably be like, I'll meet you guys in there. You wouldn't even be at the camper. You no. can come on now. No, you'd that's be, true. You'd be uh, sending telegrams and shit. You'd be writing notes. Ravens. And then, look at that. Uh, and then after lunch, we're gonna go back to running. Fuck all that what noise. You? When Wait, you're a counselor in training, man, they're putting you through training. What are they training you for? The fucking marathon? No, they're 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 training them to run away from Jason. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Chekhov's training. <laughs> oh, the poor puppy dog. This is rough. I, any violence against animals in film is always rough. You know, Halloween, you actually had it with the German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. <laughs> That's right. Take that, Shelby. <laughs> This is why there's leash laws. Remember when uh, Shelby, the uh, the Jason, the, uh, the hot dogs, Jesus hot dog. Christ, subtle, very subtle. Shelby in the the little girl that the the Jason, the six year old, uh, the eight year old Uber Jason van. That well, no wait, because the dog does show back up at the end, but is that part of a dream sequence or not? Because uh. that's what. Okay, let's let's look then at the very end when he comes crashing through there. Mm-hmm. Let's try to decide if that is in truly a dream sequence or if it's reality. Because if, mm-hmm. if it's a dream sequence, that dog's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it. So that. Oh, are you, now here's the worst part: is you're I'm, talking trash on a, like an eight-year-old girl, man. No, no. Oh. no. <laughs> Damn. Okay, never mind. Shelby's right, but I'm still gonna like find out <laughs> but yeah no jason does have his moments there unfortunately mm-hmm. and, and and this one because they keep jason in the dark for for so long as in like from not seeing him they don't tell him C- com- compared to later on you have like 
small snippets of the POV shots, but they don't stay with it for as long as they do in this one. Well, Ginny, Ginny rocks a chainsaw. They might, you don't have to go to a Texas to have a chainsaw massacre. I think they do that. I think they're kind of going for the first film's mystery. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Initially, it could be someone else. Maybe could it be Paul knocking everyone off? Um, but uh, yeah, I I do agree. But also, I think it does add to that level of mystery. Yeah. it's kind of like well, no, the, no, I, I like it because it's a, it's a classicer style. It's the like, Jaws kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but once you, you get don't see to, like, the monster until the end. Exactly. Once you get to four, five, six, and everything that they. He's there all right. the time. Like it's more so you see Jason before the kill as opposed to the stalking so much. They're still finding their feet. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're coming a good up, up. They're coming up with no, a yeah. brand new killer and like in in, in three the town that dreaded camping. <laughs> in, in in three, there's plenty of times where he's just standing there and hey. people are just like, "Uh, it's 3D. Come on, come at me, <laughs> bro, bro." <laughs> Again, rocking that hat. Yeah. That hat must have had like its own SAG card or something at this point because it's very prominent. And it's kind of what I don't want to say defines his character. But if you think about that guy in part two that's not in the wheelchair, that's not Paul. That's not the dude in the hat. Yeah, exactly. That's not the black guy. Well, that's I was about to say. We finally (laughs) get an African-American character in in the Friday the 13th. Well, I guess uh, part eight, we've got our boy that gets his block knocked off. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, and power, shout out to Mark and the Harry Chested man. That's my people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's my people, man. You know, <laughs> and, and, and the truth in the, the, the new millennium here, you know, hair is just an awful thing. It's everyone's mm-hmm. just as hairless as an alien, man. I'm, it's, well, you, but why was he wearing a metal pith helmet? Did you see that? Is, is it to like a little yeah. fucking Lord helmet? You're, you're like, you're we the, ain't found shit. <laughs> you're, you're the guy who's basically the albino ginger. Why are why you, you trying to get more exactly. heat and rays? Are you trying to microwave gonna, your brain? I'm gonna, how gonna be How you gonna be ginger pop? No. <laughs> Nothing like a little exploring and seeing the pockets in the jean shorts, you guys. That means it's authentic and real. Dun dun dun. They have bad peripherals. <laughs> right? No, because fo- he was right fucking there. They're focused on one thing, man. I mean. Little some shenanigans and what can come from the shenanigans, yeah, and also just the allure of Camp Blood. I mean, when you hear of things like that, there's Mm. half of me wants to go, right? Half of me wants to, half of me knows better, but the other half's like, that's really fucking cool to go to Camp Blood. Especially if you're in the mind frame of, you know what, it is an urban legend that shit happened oh so long ago. Yeah, it's been five years. We're good. Well, for the for the tourism part, play that up, right? Right. Have that be the thing. Well, come to Camp Blood. You don't have to to be like, oh, we're gonna have kids come. Have I still have the counselors, but have adults come to show up and and sleep in the cabin, right? Because uh, maybe Jason's out there. Maybe. So we. <laughs> so there's there's the dead. Uh, there's exhibit more A. More mangled, yes. Exhibit A. Watch that's out, Shelby. He's coming yeah. after you. That's that's not mangled. That's it's <laughs> got a vet curse. Oh. <laughs> our only uh, bit of like uh, other adults, if you will, outside mm-hmm. of our counselors, little taste of that. And this is what happened when you go off the beaten path. You there, you guys. I'm just shit. Now, what I like here is Jenny will come in. She's gonna cool everything down, man. She's a cooler. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, let me put you put it in. I guess the perspective of the law enforcement, that guy there. Mm-hmm. I would be. I would have some concerns as well, because he understands what's out there. Well, I mean, not necessarily does, Jason, but does he? I mean, like he well, knows. No, like he says right there, 
It's been quiet for five years. Don't stir Why the go pot. fuck shit up? Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's a little rough. It's I mean, a little you rough. know, you can't, bl- you can't blame that cop for like, look, there's some ill shit. No, and what does he get for his care, unfortunately? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 coming back there. But uh, another ways that you can watch the franchise is the the Horrible Weekend or the Live Jasons 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. You can watch it for the Jarvis trilogy. Mm-hmm. You can watch 4, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. You can watch the Undead Jasons, the 6, 7, six, eight. seven eight. Yeah. And then you have the ones, like I said, that's technically aren't Jason, mm-hmm. part 1, part 5, and even to an extent part 9. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like four different ways well, that you can I mean, watch these films. The nine technically still is. He is, but Jason. with it the body swap, but it isn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he bookends yeah. the film, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. and it's a great design. I actually always like that just decrepit mask into the. <laughs> so he's over there running around <sighs> yeah. like fucking Bigfoot. Well, in that shot, it's so weird in and of itself how it's cut because he's, he's just like, oh shit. <laughs> And, but that's that part. <laughs> he's just run, he's running away from the cop. Basically, he's like shit, 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 shit. Ah! But that actually that did made me yelp the first time I when I watched it again in the big screen. Just that suddenness of the shot because it is weird. It's totally it's weird. Unnerving. If you're driving and you see shit like that, I don't know if I'd stop and chase. But oh, I hell would, no, I wouldn't. No. I would call in for backup. Because again, you've mentioned we've been good for five years now. Yeah, and the these kids are here. And you see this. Come on, man. Those are omens. You guys got to know it's got a death curse. Oh, okay. Here, here's a strange question. Why didn't the city take over that piece of land? Money. Probably. But I'm saying they, that, they, they there could have been money. a way that they could have turned it into a park or something and gotten rid of the cabins and so that no one could go down there. And could basically it, just then like you'd have Jason killing all the construction workers. Oh, Jason at the Funhouse. Fun, oh, no, 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 no. But, I, but I'm saying it, even if you That'd basically dope. blocked it off so that right. it was it was off limits in some way. Don't, what do you don't, think it was? They've had signs and shit. For, for only, gonna, no, but I'm saying for only certain parts. They still had the cabins there and everything to make it inviting. You get rid of all that. You don't have it be a campground or anything. Even if Jason moves into the city, it's going to be easier for you to capture like him. He's a deer. Like, like, oh, there's all the wild, their natural habitat. Crystal Lake condos, man. There you go. Damn. Come on. But but I'm saying at the same time, it's it, it would be easier to take care of him if you're if he's if he didn't have a place to hide. City. Exactly. Yeah. Like bears. If no one's, or he might he's just down the open. If he's gotten the revenge already, he might be living peacefully out there by himself. But just block it off. You're saying, oh, it's been five years, and now we decided now is the time to let the camp reopen. They they do that several times in the series where yeah. they continually decide, oh, we've had all these murders. Why don't we open the camp well, again because we sold it to other people? Especially now that they found his murder shack. Yeah, you know. Now, are you going to style the Rungeon after this genius? No. I'm kind of curious. I don't even like going down the Rungeon period. Well, now. they even changed the name in part six. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. They changed the name. They leave the cabins there. They you, reopen. You would it. think that would be you like, move the headstones, but, but you, you didn't d- move the bodies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of a bummer when it comes down to that, unfortunately. Now, again, you would have to be losing your... Oh, is this the gnarly... Yeah, the toilet. Actually, you know what? For Backwoods Toilet, that actually doesn't look that... No. Shit, the one in train spotting looked yeah. much yeah. ten times worse than that. Shit, I've pissed in worse things than that. I think I puked in worse things than that. Jason keeps Shit. it clean. Demon was there. He, he would have been going, ooh, baby. <laughs> right? What is it with, with outhouses in the Friday the 13th franchise? It's a shitty trope. It's a shitty... <laughs> <laughs> Please don't drop the mic, jeans. <laughs> this is a bummer. This is a bummer. And now he's probably like, why are you looking at my diorama? Right. Don't touch that. Leave mother alone. Exactly. Yeah. 
Ugh. Oh, that's a, that's a nasty, gnarly way to go. That's a good man. kill. These because, are good kills. Because he's not dead right away. Like, that's a painful thing to think of. You see him? <laughs> he's going to be alive for a bit. Yeah, especially if he ends up like, uh, who was it that got the uh, the thing through their face and they were still alive? It was that really famous case. The oh, rod okay. through the thing. Uh, yeah. God forbid that was that guy there. So, okay, I love the fact he's given him a chance. Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead. Uh, was it soil the royal oats and uh, take care Wait, of business was, here? Okay, I, I know we can't go back or anything, but didn't anybody notice that uh, the to- I, I'm, I don't remember his name, so I feel bad, but the token black counselor mm-hmm. is basically dressed like uh, Mork. Was he? Oh, with the, uh, the, he, the he's suspenders? Got, he's got the blue shirt and then the rainbow suspenders on. Let's see here. He is. I'm going through. Oh God, he's one of the extra counselors, I think, oh, as no! he's labeled here. Unfortunately, that's kind oh. of a bummer. That that's how you know you're not going to make it through a movie when you're auditioning for a part. extra. Well, extra, uh, extra counselor. If you're extra, but he makes it through the film though, because he's know. one of the guys that goes. So, but how many lines does he have? Very little. No. Okay. So this is why I think ultimately why this movie is so goddamn cruel with Mark. Is that he really is rocking the morgue for more? Okay, I'll be honest. I had those yeah, rainbow suspenders back too. in the day. Me too. <laughs> when I was, I think it was probably my senior year. I was wearing like mighty mighty Boston's plaid suits, and occasionally yeah. I'd rock some rainbows. Now that's a whole cavalcade of people. Now here, unfortunately, oh. are are victims, if you will. I just because I haven't seen this movie in for so long. Did you did you notice the belly what, shirt what just happened? No. Where they're all going and everything? They're going to the... It's Wet Hot American oh, Summer. they're going to town? Because they, they even have the big the black big truck, truck that they get into the back of. People riding in the back of. Oh, man. Can you imagine they come back and everybody's dead <laughs> strung and they're, all, and they're all strung out? And they're like, what the fuck happened? The cops show up and then bust them all. I was going to say, no, this is where you would need Gene. He'd show up and save the day, man. But here you... Now, actually, that's probably that's the creepy. most you get. Yeah. That's, that is genuinely creepy, is it mm-hmm. not? Okay, now we've got the the set. Uh, this is when the shit goes bad with Friday mm. the Thirteenth. And actually, are there any beyond the sheriff? But like any of the counselor kills in the daytime in any of the in any of the films, because it's usually counselor nighttime. Kills or just general counselor people. kills. Counselor kills. What about four? Four has lots of daytime scenes. There are, no, exactly, but I don't think there are any kills in that one. Well, that's what I'm trying to remember. Six has a lot of the kill daytime kills. Well, I mean... But they're not counselors, though. It's yeah. a lot of the, the periphery characters. Yeah, because you got yeah. the paintball guys. No, yeah. I think when the shit hits the fan, when it's, everything gets down and dirty, it's... It's at nighttime. No, didn't somebody die in a barn in um in four? Barn. They died in the... Or was that at night? No, I think the, that was, the, the barn is three. That's three. No, oh yeah, the barn is three. Yeah, yeah. No, so this is actually so. Yeah, if you're listening to this, hit us up on Nightmare Junk on Twitter, Nightmare Junkhead on Facebook. You know, your kind of your theories on this. If there's any credence to that in terms mm-hmm. of the the counselor kills. And I like the way how Crystal Lake has their own casino. <laughs> Booming economy, man. Right. Move that down by the where, where the campground is and put in a giant hotel there. Oh, kind of like uh, Porky's Revenge when he's uh, yes. he, he pulls everything out on the water. Oh, man, that'd Push be a Jason great, out from there. That'd be a great fucking uh, crossover. crossover. Friday the 13th and Porky's. Friday the 13th, three, Porky's Revenge. <laughs> Pee-wee's <laughs> running down the thing, and then you've got zombie Jason chasing him. Right. They find out Jason by testing his dork through the fucking what is it? It's, 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 it looks like the worm that that transfers some people in right? part nine. Now, this is where Say. you get straight up gratuitous, man. Yeah, this and, is hella gratuitous. And she was always gratuitous. She was the one wearing the belly shorts and shit. 
Which, again, when you see this back in the day, mm-hmm. and not to get creeps and nostalgia here, but before the internet, kids. This is what we had. This man. is what we had. So that's why I think a lot of horny teenage boys gravitated towards horror, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it really catered to all your needs. Right? <laughs> oh, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> Okay, this is where if you had the Necronomicon, it mm-hmm. could raise Jason. It could there, possess deers. In in the story, uh, in the comic book story, Freddy versus Ash versus Jason. Yeah, uh, Jason is just a super deadite because Pamela Voorhees found the Necronomicon and was going to use it to resurrect Jason, and it worked. But it's pretty freaking cool. I've yeah. read that one. That one's it's also very mean because it actually has a lot of the survivors from the films getting together mm-hmm. and then a lot of them are also killed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again is now here we got the f- <laughs> She's kind of nerdy. I can appreciate that. Yeah. But we've she is straight up all over Mark. Yeah. She's manic pixie dream girl too. She's like nerdy there's something about nerdy girls, man. Good there's, night. Uh, this is where strip you strip electric football. <laughs> Pos- dude, position. Come on now. Oh. Come on. And then the smile. <laughs> Notice how <laughs> she that would be great if, he, if he goes seated. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible, man. That was that was Adrian, y'all. No. You can uh, hit him up at the <laughs> Adrian Torres. <laughs> it would it, it would have been a little bit worse if he said um, with your your tray tables. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Now here we get some of the the, the uh, silly shenanigans, the <laughs> the genius shenanigans potentially, or the maybe Shelly shenanigans. I wouldn't this is fuck where... with anybody's clothes. Okay, that's good. I wouldn't fuck with anybody's clothes. You do because... have a line that you will not cross. Yeah, I wouldn't throw them. I throw somebody's shoes in the river. Now, weird but enough, she covers up her top, not her but bottom. Not her, right? She covered her bottom when she was walking in, though. Boy, that's so. I wonder if that's goddamn. I hope it wasn't. Well, Steve you know Miner what? No, saying... no. I think it's because you're when you're cold. Even when you're cold, you shake. She's cold. It's cold. Yeah, that's so true. she'd be there, brr, as opposed to like, you know, putting your hand down there. Yeah. Brr. Fair enough. No, that makes yeah, sense. That I makes mean, sense. <laughs> Fucking Scott's kind of a. He's kind of. He's gonna get. Obviously, he gets what for. Yeah. Which that's is kind what of he fantastic. was aiming for, but he just got yeah, the wrong one. The wrong what for? Yeah. The what quattro, if you will. <laughs> the K quattro. Whoosh. Whoosh. Courtesy. Of one Jason Voorhees, you have mm-hmm. to imagine, right? Probably. Which I'd like to think they it's actually probably for his food. Yes, yeah. and I'd like to think this is the He's element they took traps too. for the Friday the Thirteenth the remake. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they took elements from that. Which I I, I like it. I do I like it. it. Except except for the whole thought process of. Uh, it, it, so he's basically protecting a giant marijuana farm. <laughs> well, I don't, why, I don't why know. did he? Why did he allow those people? Because you think he'd be a, more mellow. Th- that's a huge field. Swap so he let land. he let them plant the no, entire thing. I don't think he was planning it. I think no, what not, not him. I'm saying no, no, he no. Let somebody plant. No, it. no, no, no. It's a weed. It probably grew naturally because there's natural, there's natural acreages of the you just have to find it it's probably another <laughs> urban legend a bunch of stoners are sitting around the thing they're like and it would be guarded by a masked killer which right. is the idea which is probably established by the people that have founded the thing and like how do we keep little shithead kids from stealing all of right. our stuff it looks, it looks too too set 
Ah, like he's actually well, out there cultivating well, and putting that, care but that, in it. That somebody did at some point. But well, all I can see is fucking Jason Voorhees with like a little watering thing out there, just tending to his garden with a little well, green you know thumb. Maybe they did it. They came on the other side. There was a bunch of them, and then yeah. they're like, "Let's do it," and then go. Because if you just throw a whole bunch of seeds out there, he doesn't. Might but grow. he doesn't. He doesn't really care that much about nature. He doesn't care about when he's going through the corn. I don't think. But I think it, But it wouldn't have grown that big and bountiful if anybody was tending it. Oh God. Whoa. So. So I always had an issue with that kill that they did it on the weird the side, side of the blade. Yeah. Of the blade. Yeah. It's a great throat slit, good practical effect. You know who was originally approached to do the practical effects in this film? Screaming Mad George. No. Stan Winston. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Imagine how different. I, wow. I, but I don't know in terms of he's good with he probably, monsters. He would probably look more like he does in part four. No, right. part yeah. Uh, yeah, four oh, or six. If it was... I like the... Weird um, hillbilly Jason mm-hmm. in this one. So do I. It's it's unique. Now what I get, what I love, we get is her her scream actually in terms yeah. of once everything hits the fan here. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, and how many times do they say blah blah blah? If this happens, I'll kill you. And oops, <laughs> turns out the deed has already been done. Too late. Here we Sorry, go. This one right short. here. Oh, now we're going to go to Jack Black and the Heart Attacks and like some good fart rock here at the casino, man. <laughs> Jack Black and the Heart Attacks. Sometimes you don't have to fuck her hard. Sometimes it's just not right. Oh, no. Is it Mac? Oh, shit. Now I got to break out the Big Tough Mac Turf. Big Mac Snack Attack? No, the, the uh, Tough Turf soundtrack. The guys that do the main theme, they're... um. Is it Mac Jack and the Heart Attack? Oh, goddammit. <laughs> it's not Ellie and the Attacks. So. Ellie and the Attackers? Uh-huh. Oh, I wish. Holy shit. They're playing an engagement over <laughs> Streets of Friday. So you could... <laughs> Tom Cody versus Jason. Okay, so where, Jason. where is Camp Crystal Lake? Again? New Jersey. Okay. I would like to so see Jason go to the, the Jersey Shore. Well, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. It's the Guidos. No, I was going to say, so you got the cowboy guys there for. Jersey oh, has a very interesting. It's very diverse, believe yeah. it or not. There, there's, there's lots of honky tonks. Especially Jersey? in, yeah, especially in. Casino, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, weird casinos, so it always draws, like, the. It's like, a, I don't know, there's. Honky tonks. <laughs> There's south everywhere. Right. The only thing that this honky tonk is missing is fucking Philo Beto and his uh, monkey. But they got a sweet kiss <laughs> pinball machine. They do, actually. They had a, uh, it wasn't a Galaga, it was like Galagan arcade <laughs> stand up yeah. cabinet there. <laughs> See, right, and now they're even calling into question the legitimacy of everything out there. And this is where I love, this is where you get Jenny, this is where you establish Jenny. As the person mm-hmm. that can survive, as in, like, let's try and think about. She's this. thoughtful. Yeah, she gave genuine thought. Like, she, and doesn't she actually call him right there? Not a, a psychopath, a child beast, child, a frightened retard. Yeah, <laughs> you see, Savini didn't have any script supervision on this film. He was like, "No, it's mongoloid, mongoloid, mongoloid." But here they're establishing he he would be older right now. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be mm-hmm. that frightened young child. He'd be a demented redneck madman, big that's, crazy. You know, Goof, chopping up all your Big. friends. Well, cause he he's hella, he's like a psychopathic yokel. Yeah, mm-hmm. in this one, he's very yokelish. Well, he's just he's a chromosome away from being a wrong turn character, mm-hmm. basically. Well, cause technically he would probably be at least eighteen now. Even even in, even in that. this timeline, did you say he's eighteen? What does that mean? Is he listening to Alice Cooper, which would be appropriate right. considering right part the man six. behind the mask? No, but I mean he like. He he would be literally full grown yeah. since lost right well, yeah I okay mean, okay how how many years was it in between when he died and she gets oh, and revenge the, Jesus that was it was one. in the fifties wasn't it wasn't it it 
it looked like it was set in the 50s or mm-hmm. 60s, the initial camp, and then we flash forward to technically to 79 or 80. Well, you guys go on. I'll, I'll see if I can try to find it. To the internets? Yes. Yeah, it's weird. It weird timeline. Well, and I think that's. I think if you get caught up in that, you're missing the point of the films for yeah. the most part. You know, these aren't necessarily supposed to be the highbrow, if right. you will. This is a lowest common denominator slasher film. They're made cheaply. They're put out quickly. The fact that you have some endearing characters. The fact you have people like you know Amy Steele that can really give mm-hmm. Jenny that much pathos yeah. to a character goes to the credit of the fact that this should be just completely disposable trash. But, but the fact that we're talking something. about it, yeah. it's got legs. This entire yeah. franchise does. That's the thing that kills me about the whole idea about is a film successful is based on the whole, like, what did it do over the weekend? Mm-hmm. Versus how many years later are people still talking about the film? And I I guarantee somewhere in the world, as we speak, somebody is watching this for the first time. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. And they're probably like, well, Jason's the guy with the hockey mask. What is this? Mm-hmm. And again, it establishes everything. Or this might be someone's first slasher. Oh, I, oh God. Well, this will be someone's first episode of the podcast listening to us. Yeah. I guarantee it as well. That's just the way it works. Now, here we got. Now, this is where, of course, of course, you have to establish some illicit the drug use. It's a Friday the 13th film. Right. You know, we love having smoking marijuana and having premarital sex. And talking about... And I like how she's really kind of digging... Does, does your penis work? Basically, that's what she's getting at <laughs> yeah. here, isn't she? Basically. Yeah. She's like, okay, she, I'm going to put in the work. Yeah. See? Is everything else okay? Mm-hmm. Look at that little smile. And then the smile. Yeah, it's like... Mm-hmm. 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 She knows what she wants. Well, this is where I'd love in a, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with uh, Artemis, and she's like, uh, did he send you any dick pics? Could be Great. a mess down there. <laughs> <laughs> Never play a harmonica. Right? When anybody plays a harmonica solo, I always think they need like a tin cup, like, bring, 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 doing the bars and shit. Nobody knows <laughs> the trouble I see. <laughs> Nobody knows my sorrows, but Nookie will help everything. Oh, right. she took All away. She took away his source of power. That's why he dies. Samson. <laughs> so their death scene, which is interesting, was really cut severely by the MPAA. Yeah. Um, again, yeah. if you watch Crystal Lake Memories, they go into detail in terms of how everything was put together. Um, it's a really great kill, actually, in terms of how it's put together and how it's executed. But unfortunately, the way it was cut. Turns yeah. out bad. Oh, guess. Oh, Lord. This is... All. How often do you get to see a handicapped character in a horror film... Right. Getting... He's get, he's going to score. He's going to score. And he's going to pick a bottle of Philip Rose. It's going to be great. But, and, but she's all... <laughs> <laughs> but she's like all about it. She's like, so hey, damn right. No, she's it. the pursuer. Yeah, women are doing it for themselves. I'm telling you, this is uh, the people Sexually can say progressive film, right? Yeah. They can say they can say this is misogynistic with the full frontal and all that. Okay. But you know yeah. what? Now, Jenny, we, this girl, kudos. But storm. here we go. We storm. have the storm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have full fledged Jason. You know what? He just got warmed up. I think with mm-hmm. the two outdoor kills there. He's now comes tying, tying loose ends up and. He's got to establish the outdoor kills so he can uh-huh. go inside. Yeah. He's, he's very, he's meticulous. Let's face it. And, he, and I honestly, again, talking about the geography of how everything is laid out in the films and also subsequently how they play out in the video games, mm-hmm. it's truly important in terms of establishing how everyone is dying. Why necessarily, why don't, as, why don't we know? Why don't they know? 
And then, yeah. of course, you have bought Jason's stash in the bodies as per a slasher trope. Um, so Jason supposedly approximately dies in 1957. 57. When he is uh, 12, 11 years old. So he's going to be well past 18. Jesus, he's collecting wow. social security by the time yeah, this movie. Yeah. See, and this well, is why. Get off my lawn! Th- th- this one supposedly takes place in. Um, 84? 84. Yep. And it's That's a, so weird. Because uh, the, the next one, part three, is set in. 84 and it's the day after this my exactly. question is if she's getting ready for sexy time mm-hmm. why did she put on a sweater it's like it's a crappie sweater come on now if she's only rocking yeah. that in the panties i'm not gonna lie i, well, I appreciate that true that's i never i never had a problem with winnie the pooh in it or <laughs> donald duck in it. <laughs> donald duck in it donald duck in it porky picking it yeah although i will say the spray down there okay so <laughs> i, I, I took, I took a lot of cues from movies back in the day, not necessarily knowing anything about my body, sex, mm-hmm. what have you, physiology. So, you know, when I was in high school and I got that rare chance to get a date, uh-huh. I would, I'd pray, I'd pray also, you, and sometimes, yeah, they, so, but they don't tell you. Just, yeah, Johnson makes it, but no more tears in my ass, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Those are some gnarly tears, my friend, gnarly tears. I I would not say I cannot say that I've never ran to my car in my underwear before. Mm-hmm. Many times when the windows are down, it starts raining. You will see me streaking across the way. Well, not streaking, but you know, right. flat, not flashing, yeah. running across the street. It's like I'm gonna go out and get a pack of smokes. Uh, there's people outside. I wonder. They look. That's their fault. <laughs> they look. That's their fault. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, as you yep, are. There he is. <laughs> there you are. There you are. There you go. Told you to spot me, stick boy. <laughs> There you are. There you are. There you are, dude. Again, nature. Nature, nature. finds a way. Jason. <laughs> he is. He's a force of nature. He is. You should not be at this campsite. So we're gonna we're gonna make it so you you're not. <laughs> no, not Vicky. Okay, you mentioned you mentioned Stan Winston. Do you know what he was doing around this time? So this was eighty one. Yeah. Let's see here. Because it says that he he was uncredited, but he did some of the the makeup art. I'm trying to think of an 81. No, what this. was he doing? He did... Was it Humongous? The Hand and Dead and Buried. Dead and Buried. Okay, uh, that's what it was. This is mean. This is probably, this is hands the down... the meanest, out of meanest all the kills. kill yeah. There's two the parts franchise. to the meanest. There's two parts yeah. to the meanest. Now, yeah. what's weird is the fact that he doesn't... He technically doesn't see him in front of him, basically. Or where the hell is Jason coming from? Well, you, he, uh, Jay mentioned peripheral. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you just... They don't have it. These guys... <laughs> everyone in here would be horrible basketball players, okay? Yeah, so maybe he shouldn't be on the murder ball team. Yeah, no, training for something that's not basketball, thankfully. Oh, That's one. horrible. Here is just Part insult two. to that's, injury. Yeah, that's throwing salt in the wound. And, and again, it's the backside of the knife. It is it's not the front side. It's a well, maybe uh, unless it's, is that a special type of knife? No, I, I think know maybe maybe he is a, such a he's such a mongoloid that that's the side he thinks that works. And it's he's uh, strong enough. It's a it's a double edged sword. It is. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, so this is supposed to be. It's kind of. I'm not going to say it's kind of inspiration from the first film kill with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But here now, of course, now we get okay. So <laughs> there's penetration with sex in the house, and this oh. is also the time that Jason enters the house uh, uh, coincidence I think there are a lot of there's actually some not. academic papers written in terms of the never leave real weapons 
lying around your house when you're going to have sex. And honestly, he had the chance to throw on another mask, and he didn't. Yeah. He's confident in his in his look that he's rocking right now, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen fully, of course. Right. But no, there are some academic papers that talk about how Jason kills people, how some of them are slashing, and how some of them are penetrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you, if you well, look at, like... What about the ones that, like, are hand-grabbing? Hands-on? Yeah. Very much so. So you can look, in terms of the misogyny, the sexism, and this or that, you can kind of read into that, and I think that's the beautiful part of some of the horror films that are out there, <laughs> is, again, the interpretive nature of everything. Now, how horrible is this that he's a good time, After she's glow. the one that sees everything, and she can't get him off of her? That's that's kind of the whole thing of if you're half asleep and you think someone's watching you, yeah. you're trying to wake yourself up. So, unfortunately, what we miss is they actually show the spear going in through the body. And through mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. one. Which was a great kill, which, again, got... It's that, it's that six where they show it for the first time in the full one? Because mm-hmm. then they do it also in nine as... as oh, nine severe. Yeah. yeah. With the, the almost like hacking through mm-hmm. the body. Well, nine was a K and K. Yeah. So, yeah. that tells you just in terms of the level of sophistication. Now, this is saving his ass right here, man. Yes. And I'll be honest... I realized that if I was in this film, I would have probably been the first one to leave the goddamn bar if I'd even gone to the bar. So I guarantee you, I'd be sliced and diced at this point, man. Because I, I know myself now. So there's a shout out here. Someone running into the bar right there. That's actually one of the other uh, counselors, apparently. They got a, They were like, throw this poncho on and run into the room. Done. <laughs> Multiple characters, man. And I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I always kind of wanted a Volkswagen bug. Me too. Yeah. But I would look like Donkey Kong. You <laughs> just look like Mario Kart. You'd be right. throwing bananas and shit. Mm, exactly. There are after hour places, man. Right. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. Of really? course there is. It's probably like some. It's Porky's. It is probably Porky's. <laughs> Get it? At Porky's. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mark, unfortunately, is. Uh, oh, yeah, God Mark. Damn. Uh... That is just really. That's cr- And the fact that actually Jason discards his weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he necessarily goes back and retrieves that. Mm-mm. That's how confident he was in that kill. They're like, I'm going to. Fuck you yeah. up. He's like, like, I'm using this wrong anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> Go. Take that down for me, please. <laughs> Take Oh, Jesus. I, I will say, though, that in terms of the technicality of that whole wheelchair going down, that's actually pretty impressive mm-hmm. how that worked. It's fucking mean. Dude, that's Horrible. bad news. Well, honestly, I thought almost that might he might be one of the final people. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. And this is actually, oh yeah, this is a, a nice little scare here I as well. I love uh, body reveal scenes, you know? It's it's very much a slasher trope, yeah. uh-huh. but it's it's an effective trope, though. Right. The lights are usually off or don't work for whatever reason. Of course. Turn it on and there's something crazy. Power turns it off. Ah! Now, we get our first reveal here of Jason with the backheads. We get the great... Tri- oh, now that's... That creepy just... Rah. Way he rose, that uh-huh. was genuinely yeah. creepy. That always... He's a monster in that and then weird black nail. Like, he doesn't try to kill her at first. Like, he wants no, to take time and scarier. enjoy her. Yeah, he's relishing in this revenge. I think the PTSD actually kind of just like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to go with it. Let's have fun. That... That's rough. Again, that's that whole thing. You're not dead immediately. He's taking his time. Mm-hmm. So honestly, he wants so, him to feel it in all these kills. He, yo, he's he's mm-hmm. uh, call him a redneck yokel, but he appreciates it. <laughs> basically, basically, Ralph is like the luckiest one then, because he just gets 
he gets the cut is, but and, and strangled. You well, know, because he's no, dead afterwards. I don't, I don't yeah. think. I don't think Ralph would be the lucky one. I hate to say it, but I think it's uh, the wheelchair, uh, Mark. Because that's, that's a, a that's a pretty quick, that's a quick death. I would assume. Well, uh, yeah, not, not necessarily. Well, just because he's hit in the face doesn't mean well, that he's instantly yeah, dead. That's you true. Think about the the sheriff in the, the back of the head. I, yeah, I just there's well, nothing there's nothing no. quick or really no, about no. this one. Yeah, compared to the other movies, now, these people are all drug. What out. I also like is the fact that they establish him moving a body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So rather than them miraculously showing up wherever, it's saying no, he, he, no, he, he he's, he's moving fucking it, with him, yeah. doing the best he can. Okay. There, so her initial worry, I like, and in fact, there's a moment when there's like, she's like, "There's someone in here, Paul. There's someone fucking in here." Her escalation mm-hmm. scared. It still scares me to this day. The fact that I think I would react that way if I was with someone, I'm like, "Dude, there's someone in." Like, I would as I would react that way. No, you would when be it, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's the matter? There's someone else in there. <laughs> <laughs> just this smoke outline <laughs> but right away even at the, even before seeing all the gnarly stuff she knew something was up man she yeah. just, she's got that preternatural sense and it's not even like oh he's somebody's fucking no, no it's like there's bad there's ill shit yeah this ain't like them and honestly though just uh, and Paul trying to just be you know what no everything's cool be, yeah. everything's cool and honestly, you would. I kind of appreciate the fact. Oh, this is. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Because it's where she realizes there's someone in there with them, and she actually states it. Oh my god. Where is it here? Again, look at the darkness in this mm-hmm. film. The darkness, how dark it is. Just the it almost is a character in the final third. There's yeah. this dude. It's the and then when she, man. and then when she, there's someone in this, and then that. Yeah, that's uh, scary. That is because it's that's. I'm trying to say. Oh. And now, if this was Zombie Jason or even Part Four Jason, he'd be dead already. Yeah, he'd be squished or what have you. This is legit human Jason. He's Paul's. You know, he's putting up a fight because mm-hmm. he's able to disarm him. But this at this point, you're like, Jenny, do something. But honestly, man, that fight or flight kicks in. And that's right. Because you worry, dude. Like, okay, if if he's gonna kill Paul, oh yeah, he can kill me too. Oh yeah. So, and here, obviously, in every Friday the Thirteenth film, we've got the final girl. We've got this is where the showdown happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, three, I think has some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Four has some good stuff. But to me, starting now, just the cat and mouse game that goes on the entire yeah. chase. There are scenes with Jenny that she, you just see such fear in her face. Yeah. Um, and the fact that. You get a great, great little scare coming up here. And again, this made me yelp like a motherfucker. Wait for it. It's beautiful in the timing. Such great timing yeah. with that, man. Just the, 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 again, just the timing of the scene. This is, I I, I'm, I promise we won't just get caught up watching the film here. Lots <laughs> right, of silence it's here. hard not to because but, though because it is very tense, yeah. And you want us like you are you're sucked in at this point. Oh, absolutely. Plus, plus, you're getting to watch her like it's not just that she's she's just running and she's scared, right? She's, like, she's, she's thinking, she's exactly. taking time she's to taking process. She's being the chess decide, master, right? Yeah. Okay, what, what's what's the best way that I can get out of like, the situation? And then when I get out of here, what should I be looking for? What do I need to do? How should I arm myself now? She to have some facial expressions here 
that just slay me and again show this one and when you see when it starts moving right here that little turn of the yeah. face man okay be, because we've established how smart she is I'm death curse. <laughs> do, do we do we want the the mean thought which one which one Paul was a necessary sacrifice potentially well also the fact that if she's being if she's thinking chess wise and she's thinking three steps ahead because he's on top of Paul there's yeah. a chance that Paul's I don't have dead. to I don't have to run faster than exactly. the killer instead yeah. of jumping over to him giving her enough distance that if Paul is dead that's and, true and Jason pops up then she can get to the next room and as opposed to being over and putting herself at risk and so that's what she was doing there that entire time that's why that's, but it's at the same time it's kind of cold for Paul. yeah being like oh, oh. Just he just creeps up like fucking jaws, mm -hmm. oh, and then he just disappears. And now is again fucking with her, man. Yeah, this is just a cruel redneck Jason. And the pitchfork, actually, you talked about the game that's now uh, what is it on Xbox and PS One. So yeah, there's the notorious everything. NES game, yes, mm -hmm. where the pitchfork was one of the main weapons you wanted to get to fight Jason. Purple Jason, yeah. Well, purple Jason. same thing with the if you got the sweater, you're good to go. Yeah, because you could then battle the mom that way. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you did battle the mom. She was the floating head. Okay, now, if I remember right, there's there's a oh, right this this shot coming up here when she, you're gonna see Jason basically he's kind of framed in a window so to speak, yeah. and he's this made me <laughs> this made me yelp when I saw this again in the theater. Um, I I had forgotten the scene coming up, and I was just I was so drawn in by everything. I just went oh like that, and mm -hmm. it was it was embarrassing. And his right went, you know, doesn't gain you any confidence with the female folk. I'm just telling you, right? Boom! Nutshot always works. And Good on Jenny, because she could have kept running, but she's like, no, yeah. fuck this, dude. I'm buy me well, some she's time. She's thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. She's trying to be methodical. She, no, she is methodical, man. Again, there's multiple points to this chase scene, mm -hmm. and they're established really well. And again, we're getting more of the geography of the location of everything on the camp. Mm hmm. Going back to the goddamn car. Except for if you had a chance and you knew it was close by, wouldn't you try to ring 911 at first? Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause look at that. Look at that. Just how well that shot right there. Mm -hmm. And look at her. I mean, that's genuine fear right there, man. And doesn't this play out a lot like in the game? Uh -huh. Yeah. The driving, again, the Manfredini score, everything works so well here. Now, this is where yeah, she's right. This is cool. Yeah, this is the one I'm thinking of. Mm. That was that didn't good, make me yelp, but no, I did. No, but it was appreciated. It's a great. That's a great jump scare. Mm -hmm. To me, that's an earned jump mm -hmm. scare right there. That's well, not a it, cat it, jumping yeah. out. And it just showed that human element where you know he has to and shake right it out there. for a second. Fuck See, you, Jason. Yeah, she's thinking about it the whole time, and she heads back just outsmart. Yeah, it's C compared so to good. most of the other final girls in, in the series. She really, she really outsmarts them. Out. I mean, she really pulls the wool over her eye on her eyes a few times. And I will yeah. say, these are weirdly weird time cuts that we're getting here, though. It's establishing there's more time, but it's. I don't think you really needed that with that mm -hmm. one. That almost tells me like well, an hour's gone by. It's like <laughs> no, it really seems like we're just like thirty seconds away here. Okay, now this is another one, an interesting bone of contention. Is it Ginny urine or is it rat urine? You guys know what I'm talking about that's coming up here. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, in terms of being smart, hiding under the bed, it's probably the oldest trick in the book, but yeah. it's not bad, right? No, it works. 
Unless you're hiding from Bennett and Commando, you know it's a. Uh, well, it, it also goes goes back to how she views him. You a, know, as a kid, or, man or child, just, just the whole when she was doling out earlier when she was using the psychology of thing, mm-hmm. saying, "Okay, if he is real, then this is the, this is what he's gone through." Be. Yeah, and so she has that in mind, and so she's trying to play to that advantage. I agree, but it's just weird. Hiding under a bed. It just seems like the oldest. It's like I, be, I guarantee you, she does not put her money in her sock drawer. Come on, now, Jenny's smarter than yeah. that. Now, genius, how are you feeling with a rat here? Mm, I don't like it. You don't it, like it? It kind of. This is go, where you would have screamed. Actually, would have been know, dead by Jason. Yeah, this is. I would. Uh, this. <laughs> no, I. I. <laughs> you you would have gone that's all so, Peter Weller. That's so weird, isn't it? The urine thing yeah. right there. So is it Jenny urine or is it rat urine? It's probably. I it has to be Jenny urine. Right? I think it's Jenny urine. But why she got so scared that? And why did that much those... flow out? Because I mean, your underwear and pants are going to absorb some, y'all. I'm just saying. Well, not if you're lying down. Right. I mean, if she's here, she's been in there for the past hour. She's had, she's <laughs> yeah. probably had to so go, to and cut. she's been being chased for a long time, and finally that rat probably pushed her over the edge. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. Fucking yokel. I love Fucking the fact oaf. that he thought he was like, I got her. I'm going to stand I'm gonna up. be slick. It's uh. like putting your feet up in the stall. That's mm-hmm. totally what he did there. But it's something a kid would do. Then we established earlier, Jenny knows how to run a chainsaw, man. And she fucks him up right there. Mm-hmm. My God. Wait, she, <laughs> she's broken him in half. Baba, get the table. <laughs> We have kind of a Laurie Strode Halloween moment when the killer is down. Yep. We've injured him, but do we go for the coup de gras? Double tap. That's one. I'm like, double tap, double tap, double tap. But we are, we, uh, we're, we still got about 10 minutes to go here, you know, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be an official film. We got we to gotta drag it out a little bit more, but already a just a wonderfully crafted final chase. And obviously, if you're a fan of the films, you know it's not over. No. We know Jason's still kicking around. He's got yeah. a lot of stuff to do. Especially this one. Yeah, especially yeah. this one. This sets up a lot of things nicely. Now, God forbid, is she going to splash? Nope. Okay, good call. Because <laughs> you know, obviously, in any other film, she would have gone right forward into that. At least she stopped for a second like, okay. There's a puddle. <laughs> Let me check this out. Right, Establish my footing, and then we're good. She's smart. Grace under pressure. <laughs> Oh, this is uh, a rough one. <laughs> Immediately, the smell. It walks over I got over me you. a car. It's a Here it is. There, yeah, is. there yeah. he is. There that, he is. Right there. Just uh, him running. That That's terrifying. Me, I get a, you! Because it's perfectly framed. Uh-huh. Yes. Frame within a frame, if you will. I love how that if, was established. If you're running out in the middle of the woods from a crazy killer... And the first thing that you see is a crazy house. Is a is a crazy shack like dilapidated. That. Why are you going to yell out? Is somebody there? Right. Can you help me? But why does he have a bar on the door? <laughs> who else? Who is he trying to keep out? <laughs> this crazy tourist man, you know. Yeah. He doesn't want to let. He possums. doesn't want to let anybody in when he's spending time with mother. That's so true. here, mommy we have and me it. time. Boom! Check off sweater coming back at you guys. Child she, psychology, right? Everything in between. This is why Jenny survives. This and honestly, again, she's smart. She's playing the long game. How gnarly is that sweater, though? Yeah, it's got to smell like well, piss it, it, if it was a uh, hobo, and hobo. So it, it's been five years. Yeah, that, that five years of filth there. and dead body, old lady sweat, y'all. <laughs> old lady dead body. <laughs> 
Do you think for a second she was like, maybe if I just put the head up in front of me, that'll confuse him as well? Yeah. Like a mask. And honestly, and he does the little, the little Michael Myers head tilt mm-hmm. there, which I always like. But what a gamble she's taking. How? Mm-hmm. But it's last resort. It's working. But yeah. it's such a great last resort. And you actually get almost like humble Jason. Oh. Simple Jason. Well, I guess he's already a little simple. <laughs> you make me happy. A <laughs> wrong simple Jack. <laughs> Near Shinden Jack. Mm-hmm. And I will say he rocks a mean overall. Yeah, he does. And the fact that he's not a uh, one strap in it, you know, he's got one yeah. hanging on the left or right, or he's not got one roll ro- <laughs> right ro- ro- rolled up there. He's not a yokel yokel. Yeah, he's not east side. In, in, in some of the shots, it, it looks like it, he's not too dirty. Like before this, before he gets to the point where he's killing everybody, I'm like, where is Jason doing his laundry? He's probably got it in the river. In the river, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is his only outfit he has. You think? Do Jay- you think Jason's like, ooh, I need a bath? <laughs> this is working so well. I see that Dylan's is having a sale in town today. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get him. Go get me some slacks. I'm gonna try that Z Cavaricci. And then the facade fades as. <laughs> Actually, no, Jason. He's probably hitting up garage sales. <laughs> With or without the bag. I've got five quarters. What can I get? So famously, when they initially ah. shot that, she missed the the axe and came down on the. the I think so it was Steve that's got the weird, mm-hmm. the weird uh, cut in there. Yeah. Paul coming back here, but unfortunately, ooh, Oof. bringing down the house. Bring, yeah, going back to the talking heads there. Bringing mm-hmm. down the house. I guess bringing down the house. How did I get here? That's what Paul's thinking right now. It's like, wait a minute. Did you cold-bloodedly try to, like, sacrifice me yeah. to get away? Well, I mean... If, well, she, I mean, in fairness, she probably thought he was dead. Yeah. I mean, if they're thinking of any Talking head song, they're, of course, thinking Psycho of Psycho Killer. Psycho Killer. Keskese? Better. Run, run, run. Run, run, run away. We get a lot of slow-mo stabbings, slow-mo decapitations, slow-mo impalements. Uh, usually with Owen, oh, that's a great little right through the shoulder. That's uh, how, uh, what's his bucket? The Hound killed um, Dondrick or whatever his name is. Yeah. Then he uh, resurrects mm-hmm. him right through the shoulder there. Dondarian? Dondarian, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the guy that's brought back from the Lord of Light. Maybe someone's, the Lord of Light is bringing Jason this back, actually. Could be. For Crystal Lake is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> and so he's he's not actually a zombie when he comes back. He's a white walker. He's a white walker. <laughs> right. <laughs> Turns out you need dragon glass to kill him. Interesting, then, the way everything is kind of shielded and cut away. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's Jason. You said it, man. <laughs> Nobody fucks with Nobody the Jason. Nobody fucks with the Jason. <laughs> oh, Paul. <laughs> we wanted to see what he looks like, and now we got to get out of here. Right? <laughs> now that we've seen how the mongoloid looks. <laughs> Savini's words again. Oh, what a guy, Paul. Come on now. You couldn't just, you know, scoop her up? Maybe. (laughs) He he thought about sacrificing her behind. (laughs) Quite possibly. (laughs) Gonna get you back. I just came to say, fuck you, and then leave. (laughs) There it is. Come on now. Carry her across the stream. What a guy. There's nothing I can do. I'll stand by you. (laughs) And in true Freddy the 13th fashion... (laughs) <laughs> We're setting up like everything's good. 
But mm-hmm. I guess I should say, actually, this is really establishing Double. everything from here on out with Jason. Yes. Because in the first one, obviously, mm-hmm. we had Mrs. Voorhees dead, and then mm-hmm. you got mongoloid baby Jason coming up. But here, we haven't really established that once you kill Jason, he could come back. Yeah. Right. So this is really establishing the Friday the 13th mythos, and... God forbid, if you're going to be put in front of a large window no. in a Friday the 13th Why film, would you do that? You just got finished with the psycho killer. Why would you stand in front of any windows? Fucking I'll lock also, myself in the also, bathroom. He, he's, the way he was hit again, because we're talking about the first several films, He it wasn't necessarily a, a death, death blow. blow right? Yeah. He's just cut on the arm. It wasn't like she sliced into his neck or something the like that. The fatality has not been scored if they're playing Plus, Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Not, you know, again, Savini. If he's all mongoloided out, yeah. he probably has like Ice some... pain threshold. Right, and well, like he, he, weird bone structure and shit. True. And, 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 it, it but it was not... also probably shock, because if you, if you see him... Look at that. She's ready to fuck shit up. The shot of her face. coming up when it's just that... Sh- that and it's coming up, right? Yeah. I love that shot, man. That's, there's so so it's much in anger her face. and fear and so yeah. many emotions. But but right before they take off the hood from him, he looks down at it to see the knives there, and that's when he falls over. That's true. It's like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it could be shock ow. that like, cost him. Ow! Yeah. Ow! Oh wow, damn. And then he wakes up and he's like, "No, the cool. fuck are they? Yeah, I'm gonna rub some dirt in it. I'll be fine." Oh, hey, she's in front of a big window. Sweet. Right. I do my best work in front of big windows. Think about Friday the 13th, part four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He grabs little Tommy Jarvis through. Uh, yep. Let's fuck him up. Little one, too. But no. Murphy. Muffin. Excuse me. And in great Friday the 13th, you get a little bit of relief. Immediately followed. It's Muffin. We're all safe. And we got the great music. Kind of. Muffin top. Muffin top. Woo! That's a great scare, y'all. That is so goddamn. And you get the reveal of redneck Jason Uh with the wispy hair, the bad teeth, the bad beard, unfortunately. Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman, right? And see, he's still got the knife in there, too. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. Oh, he always carries his wounds now. He actually kind of looks like the hound, come to think of it. (laughs) Great (laughs) work, Just in terms of the facial structure, the the way the hair is all set up. Now, fade to white, which is really weird right that, in terms yeah. of the transition. And again, where is Paul? Do we officially get, mm-hmm. is Paul dead? Did Jason kill Paul? And where I, did she go? Right? Mm-hmm. It, was that a dream? Was that a dream? Did that really happen? Is, is Muffin really dead or alive? Is Did Muffin make it out of there, actually? Right. Is this a dream? Was she just... Is she passed out at the bar, and this is her dream? Little dream? Or is she dead right now, and she's... Well, I guess, you know, uh, yeah, possibly. So, as we get a full close-up here, we're ending Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, we're going to talk during the credits here. I thank you guys for watching and listening along with us, but let's go ahead. What is your ranking for the Friday... Fi- Come on, you had to think I was going to bring that up. And it doesn't... Again, this could always depend on the day, the what have you, mm-hmm. but... I'm, I'll, and I'll start us off here because I do have it ready. And again, mine could okay. change, but I'm going to go, I'm going to say parts two, uh-huh. four, mm-hmm. six, five, three, one, ten, seven, eight, and nine. And that's a lot of goddamn films it's in there. That's a lot. Yeah. So that's difficult. Okay. Um, I know what my first three are at least, and then I have to go from there. What are your first three? Uh, six mm-hmm. is my favorite. Just Done. everything about it works. 
and then I put four okay. just because it's so important to the series, and it's just it's so well done. It's as good. Well. Yeah, Chuck two, Chuck two would be be third on there. I think just because there's so much that works in a different way. Yeah. Then I think I'd probably put one just because it's a classic and you have to put it somewhere somewhere in the top five. I, I think the, the yeah, first did I have one has one in the top there. five there. One, two, I, three. I'm gonna. Yeah. I want uh, almost 100 percent agree with your first three. Okay. Uh, six, four, two, in that order. Yeah. Um. But then, ten. Okay. I I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then ten, and then. Give Roy some love. Throw five in there. No one. Okay. Then one, and then uh, that's my five. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. And I really, this kind of follows the same principle of the um, Star Trek films. The, the, the even ones are really good. Yeah. yeah. But um, thank you, Adrian, for sitting Thanks. with us, man. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening along with us. So mm-hmm. until next time, guy, uh, this is uh, Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Bye. <laughs> it's got a death curse.